What would you do if everyone said they heard your trailer a hundred times? You'd probably make a new one. I'm Justin Sales, the host of The Wedding Scammer, The Ringer's first ever true crime pod. We've been hunting a con man for a few weeks now, and our hunt is coming to an end. Schemes, heartbreak, how to put on a wire. We've covered all this and more, but there are still a few surprises left. Binge The Wedding Scammer wherever you get your podcasts. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. Think about all the stuff you can do now on Sundays after the Super Bowl's over. Adventurous activities. You need a Hyundai to get you there. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped for any adventure with features like available H-Track, all-wheel drive. You can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud or available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Fantasy Football Show. My name is Danny Heifetz, and I am joined by Danny Kelly and Craig Horvath. We are going through our must-add players entering Week 12. We're going to go through each position. We're going to pick our favorite player. We're going to do a trivia tiebreaker over which players. If we fight over them, then we'll pick other players. You'll get how it works. It's not that complicated. The real news of the day, Kai, later this episode, is trying mac and cheese for the first time as punishment because he picked Craig's players, and they lost two weeks ago, and then he, three weeks ago, then he pushed it off, and then now we're making him do it. So happy Thanksgiving. Kai's going to try cheese for the first time in like 12 years, other than pizza, where he eats it, whatever. Everyone listening, feel free to play along with the trivia. If you have a question, email us at ringerfantasyfootballgmail.com. You can use the subject line trivia just to a number something where we can get be wrong, but in an order. Fantasy football is the name of the show, but we cover the playoffs, cover the offseason, trades, free agency, and of course, the NFL draft, where we kind of change a little change the sign on the door, but we keep everything else the same. We add a little Ben Solak, DK, our master draft expert, cover the draft. Wall to wall. Add a little Ben Solak, sprinkling a little Ben Solak, <laughs> season it up. Exactly. You know? So, hit follow and you won't lose us when the sign changes on the door, but we cover Smash the Smash that season. subscribe button, comment below, Love like, those subscribe. Stars. Love, Love those, those stars. stars. Ow! Stick with us. Rest of the season, off season. Also, there's people listening to us and don't even play fantasy. So there you go. We're coming for you people. Uh, we'll, have, we'll keep having our Sunday recaps, our Friday playoff previews, regular season preview, all that stuff. We're going to talk about more draft. All right. We're going to get to our waivers in just a moment. But the news of the day, news of the year, news of the decade, I don't know. The Jets have finally, mercifully benched Zach Wilson. They will be starting Tim Boyle in the Amazon sure. uh, stream Black Friday game against the Dolphins. So Tim Boyle... <laughs> Sure. <laughs> DK, how old do you think Tim Boyle is? That's your first trivia question. Uh, 27. He's 29 years old. 29? Yep. Tim Boyle's 29. Wow. Do you guys, Tim Boyle, if you add up his stats in college and yeah, in dude, the Yeah, dude, I heard this on... 
Are you, are you, is it because of Sal mentioned this on Bill's pod? Oh, no, well, I, I didn't hear Roger Sherman has been talking about this for a while. Roger, Tim Boyle's 15 touchdowns and 35 picks. Not in his NFL career, just college and pros. He's 15 touchdowns to 35 picks. Could they not find someone else? Can they well, find this anyone is Roger's else? friend. And you know what's funny? Zach Wilson's <laughs> not even the backup. It's going to be Tim Boyle's the number one. Then Trevor Simeon's going to be second. Zach Wilson's going to be the third string. And they're doing that on a short week. DK, yeah. Tim Boyle's last season in college, he had 11 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. <laughs> Why is he in the NFL? <laughs> this was Aaron Rodgers' friend that I they brought know. over. He was the backup in Green Bay <laughs> behind Jordan Love. Like he was just Rodgers' guy. Because he's it. tall. He's six foot four. That's why. You know, like when Vince would get cast <laughs> in the movies and Entourage, but they also had to give drama a role? Yeah. Like that's Tim Boyle. He's Johnny Drama. Th- this has got to be He's the James Jones be of the hilarious NFL. for Jets Jets fans because like the Jets fans have been clamoring, just begging for them to start any quarterback, literally any other quarterback in the world. And I think the Jets have managed to find the one guy that's worse than Zach Wilson. How how is this possible? What are the Jets doing? You know, better late than never. Is that? <laughs> I don't know if that applies here. It it's was just too so late. crazy because like. Zach Wilson had 33 touchdowns and three picks in his last season in college, and he's horrific. And <laughs> Tim Boyle had 11 and 13. You know what's funny is there's no scenario where this works for the Jets, because if Tim Boyle is like so much better, everyone's just going to be like, why did you wait so long? And if he's so much worse, yeah. it's going to be like, how did you like, like just play? I, he threw 14 passes. He had seven completions for 33 yards in, and a pick. In garbage time in this last game, seven for fourteen for thirty-three yards. I have a question I've wanted. I've, I've been wanting to ask you guys about Zach Wilson because I think he's such a unique ex- a human being and a, a unique player. He's played so long now in the NFL. He's just been terrible every single game. He's practically showed zero growth except for that one weird Chiefs game where Mahomes <laughs> gave him all his talents because Mahomes had the flu. Um, if Zach Wilson played for fifteen seasons on the Jets. What would his best season be? Would he ever make a Pro Bowl? Would he ever be good? If we started him every game for 15 years, would he ever progress? <laughs> he would make a Pro Bowl because eventually the the defense would just quit altogether. The, the defense, they would just stop playing and then Zach Wilson would just have to throw for like 400 empty yards every like, game. Like the, 10 seasons from now, if Zach Wilson has accrued 100 games, would he like eventually become like Baker Mayfield, Gardner Minshew, or no? There's zero chance he's just going to be terrible. It's t- it's obviously impossible to know because at some point you think he would learn a little bit, but like based on yeah. everything we've seen for a, three years, three seasons, he's like literally the worst quarterback at all times when he's been playing. He's the worst quarterback in the NFL at, at any given time when he's been playing. Um, and that includes like a lot of backups. We got, you know, like 10 or 15 backups that have played this year. It's, it's pretty absurd. Um, and he's all, he's been like by far the worst. Anything, any way you slice it, yards per attempt is atrocious. QB rating, atrocious success rate, atrocious. You know, he has 21 touchdowns to 25 picks in his career. Uh, he's got a ton of fumbles. I don't even have that in front of me, but I'm sure he's lost like another 10 or 15 fumbles in his career. It's just like, wild how how completely incompetent but it's like even just like distilling it down to like he can barely complete a pass is like the way that i look at it he can barely complete a pass the high i i i don't think this is hyperbole but with the exception of like taking the snap zach wilson doesn't do anything right like i if you just watch him play not just the the attitude was his problem the first two years of he just rejected. And he said this out loud. He rejected the idea that you're supposed to take what the defense gives you. 
Like he didn't believe in that. And then it's little stuff. It's like, if you watch Zach Wilson play, he doesn't step up in the pocket. He doesn't climb every single throw. He takes the shotgun snap and he just drifts back and back and back. Like he's supposed to go left. He goes right. He's supposed to go forward. He goes back. It's like he's supposed to go deep. He checks it down. He's supposed to check it down. He goes deep. like he just is always wrong to the point where you're like, damn, it's like if you just literally it's the Costanza. If you just do the opposite of his instinct, he'd be Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Tim Boyle, what are we doing? Uh, does this make you any more excited for like Garrett Wilson or whatever? No, I think it has to because Garrett Wilson had <laughs> negative points last week. So yeah, I'd say this is a positive. <laughs> it's, it's an aggressive neutral at the very least. He'll get another zero uh, t- next week. I the, when zero would be trending up, that's when you know it's bad. All right, <laughs> let's get to waivers. Oh God, yeah, you got to play Garrett Wilson, don't you? All right, waivers. DK, give us your number one running back that you would add entering week twelve. Uh, I'm going to go with Zach Charbonnet for the Seahawks. Absolute maniac of a runner. He, he's the only reasonable choice here. There's a huge drop off, in my opinion, after Charbonnet. I think he, this is going to be of the of the three trivia showdowns here on this episode. The running back one is going to be the most important. Yeah. So Ken Walker has an oblique injury for the Seahawks. So with the exception of like if someone like AJ Dillon is out there because Aaron Jones had an injury as well. We don't know how exactly how long Ken Walker and Aaron Jones will be out for the Packers and Ken Walker for the Seahawks. But unless like an AJ Dillon's out there. I, it's hard pressed to find someone better than Zach Charbonnet and Waver. And DK, so Pete Carroll Sharp called Man. the oblique injury legit, and you said that that's important. <laughs> well, uh, in the 10 or whatever, how many years Pete Carroll's been uh, coaching for the Seahawks, like Seahawks fans have sort of gathered like a glossary for Pete Carrollisms, like the way the words that he uses. And if he says legit in relation to an injury, it's usually mm-hmm. like this guy is going to have to go to the hospital or something. It's it's really bad usually. But that being said, he did come out and say today, thank hat tip to Jack for for mentioning this in the chat, that uh Kenneth Walker is not a, a candidate for the IR. So that means they expect him to be back within the next couple of games. Um but I would guess since it's a quote unquote legit injury, he's not going to play next week. Okay. So there we go. Craig, this is one of the biggest showdown times we've had in months. I know. I, basically, whoever wins this trivia is going to be Kai's selection for this week. All right, Kai, this is big for you. This is the Zach Charbonnet showdown time. Yeah. All right. This trivia question here is from Bill. 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 Nothing cra- William. Yeah. William. Billy. So we were talking about how Patrick Mahomes doesn't wash his underwear <laughs> uh, while they're on a wing streak. His wife gave it uh-huh. to them. So Bill says, assuming Patrick Mahomes' his underwear is washed within an hour of each loss, and then after the last game, he plays each season. So between seasons, he washes. He washes at the end of the year. How many hours did Patrick Mahomes' lucky underwear go without being washed during the longest winning streak of his career? Jesus. Hours did Patrick Mahomes go without washing his underwear? And for context, if you're listening to this and bewildered, it's that he just, the, the, ga- the underwear he wears on game day does not get washed if they win. All right. I'm ready. This is a horrific thought experiment. Uh, okay. All right. Three, two, one. 1,200 hours. <laughs> I said 1,800. Craig said, you said what? 1,200. I, I said, said 15,000. Hours? Wow. Yeah, hours. Wasn't it like 11 weeks? Yeah. Okay. What's the answer? Do that math. I don't. I, Eleven weeks is like. The answer is two thousand hours and forty-five minutes. Two thousand. Oh, damn it! So you were only off by nine times. 
Oh, well. This was That's not even trivia. That's just like, how quickly can you do math? But it's fine. All right, fine. As I've established in the past, I refuse to actually do any math, so I just pick a really high number. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because you kind of judged Craig's math, though. No, I, I, well, I, was, I don't know. I just guessed. You guys guessed low, I guess high. All right, well, I get to So God 2,000 hours the waiver. of stench. Uh, Craig, you get to kind of pick from the rest of this here. And again, if like AJ Dillon for the Packers on waivers, like grab something like that. But otherwise, Craig, what are if, you uh, what are you doing in a world? If AJ Dillon Charbonnet? is there, get him. And if Ty Chandler is there, get him. But yes, we're Ty not Chandler including them well. for this for this exercise. Uh, I'm going to go with Keaton Mitchell for the Ravens. Um, he's he's kind of fully splitting work with Gus, but I mean Gus is clearly the guy. He gets all of the end zone, you know, goal line touches. So it's not the best pick in the world. They're playing the Chargers, though, who are not good against the run. And Keaton is legitimately splitting time in the Baltimore backfield. He's kind of completely taken over Justice Hill's role, and he's, he's good. He's electric. So I, I think that is like a teardrop from Zach Charbonnet, and then I'm going to go with Keaton Mitchell, and then I think there's like another teardrop to everybody else. Yeah, DK, you get the doldrums here. We'll go with... Shoot. <laughs> Go ahead, say Tajay Spears like we've been saying for 12 weeks waiting for Derek Henry to get hurt. <laughs> no, I'm going to go with Roshan Johnson for the Bears, I guess. Um, Deontay Foreman injured his ankle, did not return to the game, I don't think. Um, and Roshan, in theory, would be the next man up, kind of rotate with Cleo Herbert. Um, he's been pretty good in the passing game. He's been playing mainly third downs. He got 77% of third down looks for the Bears in this last game, a bunch of long down distance. He's a pretty good runner. Maybe this will be his chance to kind of reestablish himself with his offense, but obviously there's a lot of question marks that make me not very feel very good about this pick. But yeah, Roshan Johnson. Yeah, there's a bunch of guys that aren't funded. If you're gonna pick through the scraps, like Zeke Elliott, or you know, for the Patriots, you're you know sad. But if you're you're really down bad, and like Royce Freeman for the Rams, because Kyron Williams is probably coming back this week in Week 12, so that's down bad. But he had 70 yards last week, so you could do worse. Just a couple other. Deep flyers. If you're in a deeper league and you just want to take a total flyer and running back, it just with your last bench spot for upside. Salvin Ahmed for the Dolphins. Raheem Mostert's the number one guy there, but we don't know the deal with Devon uh, Achan. You know, he might play this week. He might not, but either way, it's like his knee. We don't know what's going on. Jeff Wilson's already out. So it, suddenly, like the only thing between Salvin Ahmed and just this job is Raheem Mostert and half of Devon Achan. Jarek McKinnon also. Chiefs were by yeah. Monday. I don't know what the Monday night football, but like he literally December 1st forward last year at eight receiving touchdowns. He's the car in the garage that they keep. And then they pull him out for the end of the year. It's like, I, I mean, I, I'm not saying it would happen again, but how funny would it be if he did. And then Elijah Mitchell for the 49ers. If he's out there, Kyle Shannon just straight up said Jordan Mason is the third string running back and would not play unless McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell got hurt. So if McCaffrey goes down, Mitchell's the guy. Kenneth Gainwell too. Monday football hasn't happened yet, but that's the guy behind DeAndre Swift or Penny. Who knows? I still think if, if DeAndre Swift got hurt, that Rashad Penny would be the guy and would win you your fantasy playoffs. Can you imagine if he still was not? Because that would be really sad. All right, wide receiver. Deke, give us your number one wide receiver candidate entering week 12. Number one would be Josh Downs for the Colts. Are we including him or not? Do we? What do we decide? No, we are not. Okay. So if he is out there, I think he would be your priority. But I'm going to go with Jaden Reed for the Packers, if not. <sighs> it's really hard. I, there are a lot of options. I kind of think there's a top three, maybe even four in my head, but I, it, it wasn't, I didn't go with Reed. I was either going to go with pop Douglas or Romeo Dobbs. So I'm not in on, I'm not doing Jaden Reed. So I have to, I think that. we can't agree on the Packers receivers. Really interesting. I also would have Jaden Reed for the Packers. And it's like, you can go either okay. way with Dobbs and Reed because Dobbs, I mean, again, second in the NFL and touchdown tied for second in the NFL receiving touchdowns, but I like Reed cause he's just explosive. Jaden Reed led the Packers in rushing yards last week. 
Like they get him the ball yeah. in a bunch of ways. And if Aaron Jones misses time, I actually think Jaden Reed would get a bunch of touches. So I, I like that one too. I, I would also take Reed. It's funny because Jaden Reed and Romeo Dobbs have like almost identical production and fantasy. They're averaging almost exactly the same amount of points. This Dobbs year. is like more steady. And then yeah. Reed is kind of like boom or bust. But Reed D- leads the team in receiving yards. DK, would you cut Josh Downs to add Jaden Reed? No. Josh Downs would be my priority, especially in half PPR and PPR. All right, Craig, you got to give us a little shit. So, Craig, you're taking Dobbs? I'm surprised nobody, nobody's talking about Pop Douglas. I'm, I'm still thinking. I'll wait until well, after the Well, uh, the only reason I didn't I, mention I, Pop Douglas is because I feel like I've said his name about 75 times on the show. I was just trying and to And he's been difference. good every single week. The only reason I didn't mention Pop Douglas is I've watched the Patriots play. And I just... I, I, somebody's got to catch passes, Heifetz. Somebody's got to catch passes. It can't be me. I, I mean, I'm spoiler alert, but if, you know... I don't get Isaiah Likely. I still think Hunter Henry for the Patriots is my guy because it's like it's still a sad situation, but the bar is just lower at tight end. So I'm just kind of like my... you'd rather you take Hunter Henry, but you don't want Pop Douglas. Yeah, because like, that doesn't it's make just, any sense to me. Why does that not make sense? It's like it, I, I don't. Pop want, Douglas it, is like the number one receiver with by far the most targets, by far the highest target rate. Uh, he's the most dynamic. He's the best offensive weapon right now, other than Ramondre Stevenson. I just think it's funny that you want Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry hasn't had more than 39 yards since week four. <laughs> well, I know that, but like, I, I, what are the games that Hunter Henry was solid, right? It was the first two weeks of the season. He had, he had touchdowns, and that was really before the Patriots had integrated a lot of the receivers into the offense, right? That was like, I feel like Devontae was, Parker was banked up at the beginning, and like Kendrick Bourne was really, well, he was doing more stuff in the beginning, and then Juju wasn't really ramped up. And now we're kind of back at that spot where Kendrick Bourne's gone. Juju is like, uh, there is not like relevant. I feel like Devonte Parker is not relevant. And so we're kind of back. And I feel like Hunter Henry's coming out of the bye is actually going to be the red zone target for the Patriots down the stretch. If they have one, And I would just rather like gamble on Hunter Henry being that guy. He also has incredible hands. If you watch him play, like he just, it's like, just throw it near him. And I just rather gamble. on like Hunter Henry catches a touchdown. All right. That's a solid. Cause pop Douglas. I'm like, I don't know. It's I, the bar is just higher at receiver to have a, you know, quality play. I don't know. I still think I'd rather have Pop. I'm not Douglas saying I would. I, I'm so, to be clear, I'm not saying Hunter Henry will have more fantasy points than Pop Douglas. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that yeah, I'd rather have Jaden Reed and Hunter Henry. It is the Jaden Reed showdown time. So we got. I got a text from my buddy Chase. I went to high school with, and when I brought up the fact that I again, I didn't think the movie was called the, tw- the twin build the two buildings, <laughs> the twin buildings. <laughs> That whatever I I knew it was something else, but that was the only way I could remember it in the moment. So anyway, Chase, my buddy Chase, texted me. He's like, and he was like, "Don't you?" He's like, "You produce all these show podcasts about Hollywood and movies. You do the rewatchables. You do the town. Like, not only do you not know the title of the movie, you haven't seen them. It's like the greatest trilogy of all time. Very fair. Um, it's it's a real blind spot. It's like how Bill hasn't seen Big Lebowski. He just like refuses to see it. Yeah, but he didn't pick something that had the record for Oscar nominations for like 20 years. Well, you know what's funny is I've seen the first one because my wife, Liz, actually likes those movies a lot. And she made me watch the first one, but we watched it on a really small shitty TV. And it was every man ever (laughs) who likes Lord of the Rings and can't get their partner to watch. We watched it on some small TV and it was like 720p. And so it was like super blurry and I had a terrible time. Um, (laughs) Dude, that's like when I watched The Revenant on a plane and like (laughs) in your YouTube spent like three hours a day filming in natural sunlight for me to watch it three inches across. And I'm like, did you watch the, (laughs) also you watched the bad one too. Oh, I like the bad one. one. The first one's my favorite one. Really? Yeah. Well, maybe you watched it more than 720p. Anyway, what's the question here, Craig? (laughs) Well, so Chase, he poses the question, how many times does Gollum say precious in the movies? And he sent us a video 
of Taika Waititi, the director, quizzing his cast from a movie about this very same question. We've watched the video, and he actually only names two of the movies, not three. He only says how many times Gollum says precious in, in two of the three movies. So then I'm going to pivot and ask a different Lord of the Rings-related question. Nice. And, and that is, in total, how long is the director's cut of the trilogy, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> nice. Um, oh, you have no power here. Um, <laughs> I got it. I don't damn. answer. Okay. I think I know. Or I think I have an idea. Three, two, one. 10 11. hours, 51 minutes. Oh, I said 11. So we're close. What is it, Craig? It is over 11 hours. Like yes. 11 and a half hours. Oh, wow. I finally fucking guys, won one of these things. Are you guys director's cut people? Like, is, are, Do you believe that you should only watch The Lord of the Rings as the director's cut? I can't imagine doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have I have watched the director's uh, cut. So I feel like it's definitely hit or miss. Sometimes it, it is, you know, like you enjoy the extra stuff. It's like you let it wash over you. It's super fun to be in that world. And then other mm -hmm. times, especially like the Gollum stuff, I'm just like, all right. Fast forward. By the way, for those wondering how many times he says "precious" in in the two towers, it's it's fifteen times <laughs> in the two buildings. Yeah, it's like you watch it the first time and you're like, "Oh, cool, power corrupts." I get it. And then next time you're like, "All right, just show me Legolas counting how many guys he shoots with the arrow." Like it's, I want to see him kill an elephant. It's cool. Not a real elephant, a fake elephant. <laughs> okay. No elephants were harmed. Right. DK gets Jaden Reed. Now I get second pick here, and I'm either going to take Dob, Romeo Dobbs or Pop Douglas. But why do you get second pick? Do I, that's how it works. No, you got to pick before. Oh, if anything, well, you skipped okay, your well, pick. It's like the draft. Well, this know? is I, before. What's the difference? Wait, why waiting for the trivia? What does that matter? Hmm. It's still no, before. No, no. I, I Craig, pick before Craig you pick. Are, you, yeah, it's like usually when we fight over one, Craig already has picked. And I said Pop Douglas or Romeo Dove, so I can just select that person right now, right? All right, well, yeah, take who you want. We've only been doing this for like three years. Do I even want to be involved in this Giants-Pats game? I think I don't. I think I just don't want anything to do with the Tank Super Bowl. So I think I'm going to go with Romeo Dobbs against the Lions on Thanksgiving. That sounds fun. Yeah. So why when I said that, I got yelled at? What? No, you said, I don't want to have anything to do with the Patriots offense, but I do want Hunter Henry. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what that's why we just because you're more down bad at tight end that's all i don't know well that's fair i guess okay so who are you gonna take out if it's uh pop now douglas you, exists you, watch yeah, him score like three touchdowns on the giants no watch actually pop douglas like have a great game but then like somehow lose the game for the patriots and the giants win and then it just sucks and i lose both ways it's also bailey zappy i'm gonna take odell beckham jr who there you go. actually wow. looked really good on Thursday Night Football. He has a shoulder injury, but it's like, whatever. He catches with one hand anyway. Who cares? Uh, Mark Andrews <laughs> after the season at tight end, which sucks. But I, I mean, the Ravens offense, you know, I, I, the passing game looks about as good as it's been in a really long time for the mm -hmm. Ravens today. Odell looked pretty good. And I, I think Odell is a totally solid person to like plug and play. And also, let's be real. It's kind of fun to just throw Odell Beckham in your lineup. It is weird that he's just been quietly kind of just playing on the Ravens this year. Getting better. Which is weird. He's he's tough for me because he's clearly the most. I think he has the best connection with Lamar Jackson, but he's playing like a third of the snaps. But all so the like, snaps, he walks in and him and Lamar nod to each it's other, like, and then and they, they immediately throw, throw to, to him. Yeah, like like it's one of those where Lamar did in fact ask 
them to bring Odell and they're like, fine. And then they get a little more. It's like playing like five on five pickup basketball with with your buddy. And you guys just kind of like just run pick and rolls between the two. Yes. You're like, I don't know these other guys. But the other way, Rashid Shahid for the Saints, because Michael's similar thing. Yeah. Michael Thomas hurt his knee for the Saints, and we don't know when Michael Thomas is coming back. I like that one. But Rashid yeah. Shahid's like the kind of boom bust you guy you do want, especially down this road in the playoffs. Like you want the guy that honestly, you want a guy that's gonna get you four twenty-one, not four or like twelve. And that's Rashid Shahid. So now that he gets more how do you guys feel about Jameson Williams? Who's I know he's uh, like the whole rookie second second half of the year thing. I know he's not a rookie, but he basically is. Basically. But DK. Do you think there's a chance that Jameson Williams, who's kind of now like, he's like the 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 second or third wide receiver on this team. It's a Monroe one, and then it's kind of like Jameson Williams and like a mishmash of everybody else. But he's now playing yeah. almost like three-fourths of snaps. He's not getting a ton of targets. He still kind of generates big plays. But do you think there's a chance that Jameson Williams is going to like explode the second half of this year? I think there's a chance. It, it does feel like the vibes changed over the last couple of weeks. For whatever reason, he had the hardest time making his way into this offense and like, getting in the good graces of the coaches for forever. And every time he got an opportunity, it seemed like he dropped a pass. And so throughout most of the season, he's been very, very frustrating. But the last couple of weeks, they've been working a mid more. He's been playing a lot more. He played almost 70% of the snaps this last week, had a touchdown. He kind of reminds me a little bit of like Rashid Shahid in the sense that he could have these big explosive games, but also could be sort of, you know, like not even part of the game plan in some other games where he has like one or two targets, but he has the big play potential. He has the touchdown potential that he's kind of one of those like, fuck it. I'm going to stick him in my flex spot and see what happens. Kind of guys. You know what I mean? Like sort of in the same vein as Rashid Shahid. Yeah. If your team, if you're like eight and three right now and you're a lock for a one or a two seed and you just want to take a flyer on somebody, like I would much rather go get Jamison Williams and just stash him on my bench rather than go get somebody like a pop Douglas, who I don't know what the ceiling really is with him and, and, you know, Bailey Zappy or something like that. But Jameson Williams on the Lions, <laughs> I like a lot. Uh, the other guy I wanted to mention here, I'd be remiss if I did not, is Greg Dortch from the Cardinals. Ooh. Dorched! Uh, Michael Wilson was out this past week for the Cardinals, and Greg Dortch got to play, like, you outside love receiver. And every time this guy goes in, he just produces, I swear to God. He's been he's played over 60% of the snaps in Cardinals games uh, eight times over the last two seasons. And all but two of the games, he scored double-digit points in PPR and half PPR. Like, he just produces. So if he starts playing more, you're going to get dorched. I think he's more of a stash than plugging him into your lineup. But uh, I don't know, man. There's something there, as Craig likes to say. Can we get one more dorched from you? Dorched! Wow. It's incredible. <laughs> he's good. I don't even care that he's like 5'6", 170 pounds. Or whatever. New Tank Dell. He's, he's like the first Tank Dell. Did you see Tank Dell like uh, legally change his name to Tank? Love it. Is that true? Yeah, he just did that. His name so is Nathaniel, sick. but he changed it to Tank. Should, should we do that? That should be like what the loser showed at time at the end of the year has to do. Like just change your name, <laughs> but instead of just like change your name, you have to go to the DMV and actually change your name. <laughs> to Tank, we all have to be a Tank. Tank Kelly <laughs> is kind of a good name. Tank Kelly, so <laughs> Tank Heifetz is less so. Tank Horlbeck doesn't tank work. Horlbeck. Tank Horlbeck. Tank Horlbeck. It's not as good. Uh, I also throw out Khalil Shakir for the Bills. Yeah. I like that one. He's just kind of Gabe Davis now, but better and good catch. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. 
So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. Think about all the stuff you can do now on Sundays after the Super Bowl's over. Adventurous activities. You need a Hyundai to get you there. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped for any adventure with features like available H-Track, all-wheel drive. You can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud or available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. All right, tight end. We always say likely for the Ravens, right? Mark Andrews mm-hmm. after the season. Yeah, this is another big trivia situation. I feel like if Heifetz wins this, it's an easy pick for Kai with Heifetz already having Charbonnet. Charbonnet and likely are the two most important waiver wire pickups of this weekend. So this is big DK. One so, of you or I have to get this to make Kai actually have to make a goddamn decision this week. The reason we're so unlikely <laughs> is that likely is the only tight end of the league who's kind of like almost like a somewhat reasonable handcuff to expect for Mark Andrews, where he's not going to have the same connection Lamar has with Andrews, but likely he's just, just like an incredible athlete at tight end. And he's had a couple incredible games where, you know, he's actually, he's, he's the only tight. It's one of the very few small handful of tight ends that can have just like six catches for like 120 yards. And that wouldn't even be weird. So he's not just a touchdown dependent guy. He's just like actually an explosive yep. player who's done it at a very young age. So he also could be terrible, but they all can. All right. Showdown time. Craig, hit us up. It is the Isaiah Likely hands up, DK. Showdown time. Charbonnet, Isaiah Likely. That's a good one. All right. This is from Josh. 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 We're always talking about like, you know, the close boxes, right? The guys who killed some Nazis, go to the NFL, like, you know, play, cut, leave, retire, become a billionaire, start a business, all this stuff. So Josh asks, how many NFL players fought in World War II? Whoa. Interesting question. All of them. <laughs> no, because Don Hudson was putting up in 1,700 yards in 1942, <laughs> baby. Get sued. You're going to get fucking sued by the estate of Don Hudson. For stating facts that Don Hudson led the league in receiving in World War II and then, like, retired <laughs> when the war ended? I have this, like, has an axe to grind. Um. Okay. Dude, these questions are impossible. Okay, first of all, how many fucking NFL players were there back then? There's, there's, oh, what dude, I was going to say, I have no idea how many teams were in the NFL <laughs> in 1941. Like, I don't even know. How many players are in the NFL right now? Like 1,500? Depends the account. Like 90-man rosters cut down to like 46 oh, on game day. So it's like whatever that times 32, depending on the account. But like, okay. I, I, we always say, oh, record since the merger. Tyree kills the record since the merger. The merger was 30 years after this question. How popular was it to fight in the war, like as an NFL player? Was it like most guys were, were doing it? It was all the rage. Well, because they Popul- were getting drafted, Popular right? is not the right word, yes. Um, yeah, you were either joining up or getting drafted usually. And if if you were like, well wh- enough, if you were fit enough to go play in the NFL, you're probably fit I enough mean, to be in the Army. That's what I'm wondering. Like, wouldn't like every single player be drafted? If they were drafted in the NFL, I feel like that's kind of a... <laughs> Isn't it weird that like, draft the only the army. draft are football and the war and the army? Like, isn't that weird? Other sports, the only things left? Other, spo- other sports draft. Okay, sports in the army. It's kind of weird. Okay, that, so like, that's it. The question is how many NFL players served, served in World, in World, World War II? Jesus. Okay. Like, I don't know if it's like 93% or <laughs> at one point in their lives, or is it during their NFL career? Is it like what? Are what we are doing they, a number or a percentage? Oh, number. Okay. All right, whatever. I got a number. Okay. Three, yeah. two, one. 2,000. 275. I said 500. Craig 500. said 275. I, I said, said 2,000. 5, How many? I said 2,000. Okay. 
The answer is 638. So DK was wildly close. Yeah. Dude, I'm on NFL.info and it goes through like all these uh, players and has all these things and who got awards and all this stuff. And then it says the war has been called the defining event of the 20th century. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And we can go with that. All right, DK, that's big. I'm happy Heifetz didn't win that. Yeah. Heifetz got last too, so I get next pick as well. Yeah, that sucks. Um, get his ass. Tight end is kind of nasty. Do you want right Hunter now? Henry? I kind of claimed him already, really. If you want him, you can have him. You know what I'm going to take? You know who's just like quietly lingering as a top 20 guy this year? It's Kate Otten on the Bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kate Otten is the, is the 17th tight end in fantasy right now. And... He's just like a solid player. He had a great game against the Niners. He had two touchdowns against Houston two weeks ago. Tom Brady threw to him, which is kind of good enough for me. They're playing Indy this week, <laughs> and the Bucks are frisky, and Baker Mayfield is, is actually playing solid. I'm going to go with Kate Otten, tight end 17. Yeah, that's why Gronk retired. Brady's like, I don't even need you, Gronk. I got this yeah, Kate. Like, Kate also, Otten's better. You ever said Kate Otten out loud? If you're listening right now, dude, Kate Otten. Like, just great name. Just lovely. Just say it. Bra Baker was looking for Kate Otten in the end zone this week, and he didn't yeah. he couldn't find him but like he's he's looking so he i was looking well it's the Niners offense it's the, oh, sorry, it's the Niners <laughs> defense like i just don't take it personal you know a lot of people can't score on the Niners defense i think that's i would have taken him so yeah i'm hunter henry or michael Mayer for the raiders or hunter henry you know watch hunter henry get no catches and pop douglas just i mean the giants the way this is going i feel like hunter you have henry to take hunter henry like 10 catches and i i am gonna stick with henry because i just i just think bank. he's a larger part of the offense honestly but i also love michael Mayer for the raiders um I mean, probably completely disproportionately with his actual fantasy value. I will say we're very excited about Isaiah Likely and like him taking over for Mark Andrews for the time being. But like he hasn't really done anything this year when he totally sucks. I think so, the thing with Likely just is bear it, in mind he has I done would jack not shit. Bet my life <laughs> that Isaiah Likely would even be a top 15 tight end this week. Like it's totally possibly just nothing. Yeah. Having said that, I think there's no question that he has the highest upside down the stretch and that you want right. to add them just as much if you're a playoff team where you have like tight end set just because if you can even just block another team from having a guy that might drop 20 points at tight end that's I, I think you just don't want anyone else to just magically have that especially like, if you lost yeah. Mark Andrews and it's it's just an interesting thing because last year every time Mark Andrews went out with an injury Isaiah likely would come in and have like a tight end one week uh this year I think it was week one or two he 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 uh Andrews was out and likely did nothing. And then yeah. when Andrews went out this last week, it was early in the game. Imagine the coordinators changed between Right. And that's what I was gonna get to is like basically was likely just a Greg Roman like psyop or whatever. I like I don't know exactly how this is gonna go, but the bottom line is yes, generally speaking, Lamar Jackson loves to throw his tight ends and likely is a good player, I think. So hopefully this gets done, but just bear in mind he hasn't really done anything yet. We are supported by NFL Sunday Ticket on YouTube and YouTube TV. If you're a fantasy football fan, NFL Sunday Ticket is an absolute must-have, and it's now available at a lower midseason price. And now that it's on YouTube and YouTube TV, it's easier than ever to keep up with your fantasy team on Sundays since you can watch up to four preset games at once on multi-view. A little midseason check-in here. You know, we're like halfway through the season. Players, you're watching closely in the second half. I'm not going to lie. I choose Isaiah Likely with Mark Andrews out for probably <laughs> yeah. all year. Isaiah Likely, baby. See if he can do anything. I think he seriously has a chance to be a top six tight end the rest of the way. And that's including with how many incredible tight ends there are now with like Kelsey and Kincaid and Sam Laporte. I think Isaiah likely there's a chance that he's right there in that group. Love that one. I'm excited to see Russell Wilson in the second half. Russell Wilson's having a renaissance season. Uh, if you look at basically any of the numbers, he's having a very, very solid efficiency season. I want to see if 
we can see the tapes start to match up with the numbers and like have him do his magic and things like that. So I'm excited to watch Russell Wilson and it, see what the Broncos can do in the second half. I want to. I'm, I'm excited to see what the Jags and Trevor Lawrence can do in the second half of the year. They started slow, but I, I want to see Trevor Lawrence build off uh, his Week 11 game. Uh, where it was easily the best game he's had of the season. And I want to see if they can kind of capture that magic that they found last year at the end of the season. All right. Thank you to NFL Sunday Ticket on YouTube and YouTube TV for sponsoring this segment. It truly is the best place to keep up with all your favorite teams out of market Sunday afternoon games. And now you can watch up to half of the NFL season for half the price. Get NFL Sunday Ticket for only $174 when bundled with YouTube TV, where you get even more football. Sign up at youtube.com slash ringer fantasy terms, embargoes, device and content restrictions apply. No cancellations. All right, other streaming options at quarterback this week. Again, I know it's a little ugly, but I think Baker Mayfield versus the Colts. I know the Bucks kind of got rocked, but the Jags got rocked by the Niners, and then the Jags, Trevor Lawrence, the number one quarterback of the week. At Baker Mayfield versus the Colts. Like, I just, I'm not that worried about it. If you're down bad, if you have Burrow, you don't have other options, I would go with Baker. Or the other person out there out there, Jordan Love, Packers. They're playing the Lions on Thanksgiving Day. So, one, it's fun to have your quarterback playing on Thanksgiving, unless they suck, in which case it's awful. But I don't think Jordan Love will suck because. He was great in the beginning of the season. Then he was bad. Then he was good. And I think the Packers <laughs> offense is getting better. Now that Christian Watson is not being force-fed as like a V guy. And they're like, yeah, you're just a guy. And like the offense is so much smoother now. It's more cohesive. It's like the equivalent of more ball movement. It's just I, Aaron Jones being out does hurt. I will not lie. But if you're desperate, and again, if you're like have Joe Burrow and he's out and you don't know what to do, I think Jordan Love is like totally solid for the rest of the year. I like that so. one. He's been really good over the last three weeks. Um Way it almost feels like he's building momentum to be their long-term starter. So I'm interested to see how that all goes, but I like him this week too. Yeah, I liked him a lot in the beginning of the year and I liked him a lot in the beginning, before the season. I liked him a lot in the beginning and then Craig kept wanting to talk about him in the middle and I was like, no, I, I just kept avoiding it. And that was <laughs> good again. Like, so let's whenever you are, what's hey, happening, yeah. Yeah, he beat the shitty Chargers and now we're like, oh, maybe he's good. Well, I mean, if you just beat the Chargers by three at the end of the game, it just proves that you're like not Zach Wilson, basically. Defense is... Broncos defense. The Broncos are playing the Browns. Uh, Broncos defense has been way better. I just, you know, if they can defeat Josh Dobbs and the Vikings, they can do anything. But the the Broncos defense has been way better. Patrick Sertain is just like an absolute monster cornerback. I feel like he really might be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. But they're playing the Browns, Jordan Thompson Robinson, and I, I don't know, just seems fine. You you safe, and then they're probably not going to drop seventy points on the Broncos. And also, dude, if you get the Giants defense. Which, honestly, it's good. No one wants to say it because Tommy DeVito lives at home with his parents 11 minutes from the stadium, so no one talks about it. The Giants' defense is good, and they're playing the Patriots. And obviously, if you can get the Patriots and Bill Belichick versus Tommy DeVito, that works too. Also, throwing one more out there, the Chiefs. I know a lot of people might might have the Chiefs, but they're playing the Eagles this week, tonight. So if somebody dropped the Chiefs because they're playing the Eagles next week, they're playing the Raiders. So if you can add the Chiefs, go check right now just in case somebody dropped them uh, against the Eagles. So our waivers entering week 12. We're going to hit a couple emails. We're going to have Kai... Try some mac and cheese. A little Kai time. Yeah, baby. Kai Fieri. Kai Fieri. Kai, you can go ahead and start your microwave or whatever you got to do. Start microwaving that craft <laughs> mac and cheese. I'm just reading email just here. Like whipping he's it up. microwaving. He's doing instant mac and cheese, which is, yeah. to me, is just, it's painful. Why? It should be at least just be regular mac and cheese where you cook it in a pot. Kai, I don't know if Kai knows how to cook. It's You heat up water and then you add noodles. That's too much. It's That's very easy. Anyways, it's better than microwaving it, but that's neither here nor there. It's it's his. I don't choice. think that's gonna play a factor in whether or not he likes it. I really don't. <laughs> it's still good. All right, this email's from Mary. 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 Well, we asked Christmas. The, our, what? I said Christmas. 
You know, like <laughs> got it. The holiday it took me a second. Craig, did you know that in Dumb and Dumber, if if Lloyd, yes, Lloyd, and, yeah. and Mary had gotten married, then they'd be she'd be Merry Christmas. Anyway, yeah. continue. Good stuff. <laughs> God, it's just so funny. Christmas. How many? I, I said, I said how many Christmas. times did? <laughs> how many times did Lloyd Christmas say precious in Dumb and Dumber? <laughs> Uh, There's a video of Martin Scorsese asking his cast <laughs> that question. So anyway, we we asked uh, we asked women. We were talking about how we got an email from uh, a woman at saying that we were like, "Oh, Jason Kelsey shouldn't be the sexiest man alive by People Magazine." And then um, we had a, a an emailer say that men have no idea what women find attractive, which we were like, mm -hmm. "Yeah." So then we asked, "Can a woman please explain to us like why Pete Davidson's attractive?" So Mary writes it. <laughs> To answer your question about why Pete Davidson, I, I think I get why. Can I try to guess what they're going to say? Sure. I think it's going to be like a, <laughs> like a, like a we can fix him situation mm. where it's like he's vulnerable, he, he's sickly. You want to take care sickly. of him. He's a he's a bad boy, and it's like <laughs> it's like a, I can fix you type of thing. And he's also charming. He's funny, obviously. Um, the BDE thing, you know, but yeah, I think there's like a, I can fix him quality that is, that is appealing. It's my guess. Got it. So Mary wrote, <laughs> she's like, he's tall. Pete, <laughs> Dude, you don't even know. She literally wrote why Pete Davidson is attractive. He's not, he's just tall. <laughs> that is in fact what she wrote. Oh my God. For many women, this is worth a lot of points. And I think that's it. <laughs> All right. Well, if anybody else has any opinions right. on why they, they're attracted to Pete Davidson. Craig's like psychoanalyzing it. No, he's just tall. He's <laughs> just tall. Tall. He's tall. I thought it was going to be, I, my thought was it's he's funny. That's it. So for those who don't know, Kai has been recently picking our waiver, like our groups of waiver picks, you know. I, my, I pick my guys at Craig and DK. And then if Kai doesn't guess correctly who gets the most points of those in the given week, then Kai is going to have to try Horrific, disgusting, fear factor-esque foods like mac and cheese. Yep. <laughs> Give us the rundown of how it went last week. I believe you were you are two and one heading into this week. Two and one. You won twice picking Heifetz's team, and then you lost the week you picked my team, and Heifetz's team won, won again. So Heifetz is three and zero, oh, right? Yes, that's exactly right. So last week, DK came in third with Keaton Mitchell, and the last-minute swap of Quentin Johnson, No Brown, which honestly. Didn't change all that much. Maybe enough. <laughs> it would almost not be much of a difference. Better yeah. if you had taken Noah Brown. Unfortunately for for my Go Frogs agenda, it's not looking great for for QJ, but uh, and Michael Mayer. <laughs> so for a combined of fourteen point three half PPR points, Craig came in second. Zach Charbonnet just a week early. Uh, Noah Brown. Damn it. Luke Musgrave fourteen point seven, um, and then Heifetz in first with Ty Chandler, Brandon Cooks, and Pat Fryermuth. With 19.9 points. It's a tough week for all of us, to be honest. Yeah, it was pretty, it's just bleak across the board, honestly. I was but the toughest week for Kai. The, <laughs> I think this is a hard week for Kai right it's now. Very I difficult. think our teams are even. Like, I feel like the last few weeks I've, I've got to the end of the record and felt pretty confident, like with my picks. Uh, and this one, I really don't. I, I, I feel like there's an argument to be made for, for honestly, all three of you, but I think I'm going to go with DK. I, I like the Isaiah Likely. I like betting on him. So uh, I'm okay. hoping that him and Jaden Reed can kind of be the centerpiece uh, of, of this week. And I hope that Zach Charbonnet is bad. Sorry, DK. Also, but <laughs> I'm going to go with DK this week. Wow. Uh, I feel a lot of pressure. Don't feel great about it. Um, so I apologize in advance, guys. It's okay. Um, I mean, nothing could be worse than what I'm about to do. So 
Well, no, that's not true. Something could be worse. Subjectively false. I don't know. (laughs) Mac and cheese is pretty awful. Um, (laughs) Oh my God. Kai has prepared his mac and cheese. Kai, what are your thoughts going in? I'd like a smell test. Preliminary thoughts. Uh, It wasn't too hard to make. (laughs) In the microwave? Yeah. Yeah. Water. Mm -hmm. The cheese sauce. It's a little scary. Is that a powder? Yeah, the powder. I don't disagree with that. Like, kind of like in the grand scheme of food, the cheese sauce is scary because it, it it's not really food. <laughs> not at all. And it, even if it was, and cheese is still my least favorite thing on this earth. So when was the last time you had mac and cheese or just cheese in general? Well, you eat cheese on pizza. I eat cheese on pizza. That's the last time. Outside of the pizza context, a long, <laughs> long time. Like long enough where I can't remember the last time. I can't remember oh, the last no. time I had mac and cheese. Like you used to have grilled cheese as a kid, but like, that's the last time I remember actually voluntarily eating cheese. Kai, I just want you to know that this is what you get for selecting my waiver tea. Yeah, <laughs> and you're the reason. I should have just kept going high fits. Every time you eat mac and cheese for the rest of your life, after you take a bite and love it, you're going to think of me. Every mac and cheese bite. It's fair enough. Life, um, so. You said you wanted you wanted your reaction to, or my smell, like your reaction to my smell. I'm, I'm not sure how this works. I want you to smell it. I want you to smell, smell it. it and tell us what you think. Yeah. Smell it. Smells pretty weird. <laughs> Not ideal. The sound Mac is cheese. also. I don't know if we can hear that, but the sound. The sound, yeah, is, the sound is. I don't need to explain the sound, sexual. but uh, yeah, it's there. What's a spoonful here? I guess you guys are the judges. Just like you know. Do you have a spoon? I have a fork. Like, but, is it full? That's good. Oh. That's good. I, I see that's what funny. you have there. Yeah, you yeah. have like you have like eight little elbow. Uh, I think it's more than eight, but that's okay. <laughs> Trivia. All right, it's time. <laughs> so I can't, I can't delay time, this guy. anymore. I've got water I'm next so to me too. So I'm going to do the one spoonful, right? Or forkful, whatever we want to call it. Right. And then I'm going to like take a second. And then I probably will most definitely wash it down immediately. So mm-hmm. then maybe we can come like a back chaser. for a second one. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Okay. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> chewing. Um. <laughs> oh my it's God. It's not great. Mm. What do you, what do you, what's like, describe what your, what your emotions are right now. They're interesting. I feel like I've conquered something. It wasn't as horrible as I thought it was going to be. Nice. Yeah. But I, I don't like it. (laughs) I definitely don't don't, like it. Are you comfortable taking a second bite? Let let me get some water first. Uh, Maybe we just talk about something else while I do that. I don't know. He's like, let me wash this down with a dried turkey sandwich before I dive in for bite number two. Oh my God. I'm curious if this is going to like wreak havoc on a system because it's so spicy and so <laughs> spicy. It's just so what? It's like so exotic, you know? It's pretty out there. So, uh, should we like, what? what's the next food? Do we have that's. No, no, you take the next food's another bite of the mac and cheese. That's the next I'm food. I'm trying to get my mind off. You guys okay. are just cruel. He very way. clearly took a big bite. Yeah, but I think I think you need a second bite to fully kind of understand how you feel about something. I mean, that's more than fair. Um, <laughs> I can't really argue God. with that here. Uh, just trying to buy time between the next bite at this point. Uh, okay. You're stalling. I am, 100%. That's exactly what I'm doing. Stall as long as you want. We'll edit it all out. <laughs> He's, he took a second bite for those at home. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, this one was worse. <laughs> okay. I really, yeah. We ruined it. <laughs> Oh, he's grimacing. Yeah, that's a, he doesn't it's like not it. Good. Ooh, that's okay. not good. Still a lot better than I thought. So what would you give this Kai out of 10? That second bite was it, man. That that actually ruined the, the experience a little bit. Like the first one, I was like, okay, it's not bad. Second one really tanked it. Like what, a, six, a 6.4 or 7.1? What was the first bite? First bite was like a solid 
3.5. Um, where's the second bite at? I think the second bite's maybe coming into like a 1.2. No. A 1.2. Maybe that's a little, maybe that's a little mean. Like a two. Let me tell you, if mac and cheese is a two out of 10, you're in for a tough go. <laughs> well, uh, yes and no. I mean, he, hates, uh, he hates mac and cheese specifically. Yeah, I, I do. I hate cheese and uh, like my face and reaction to anytime it's around, anytime someone else is eating it, offers it to me. Like it's a joke amongst my friends and, you know, my family and my girlfriend. So it's like to to just be near it and eat it, like that's it's pretty good. I feel like on top of the world right now. So it's like he just went bungee jumping and he's like really afraid of heights and everything. Like he's on, he's got the adrenaline going. I speak for everybody when I say I'm proud of you. Yeah. I'm proud of Thanks, you guys. Okay. Appreciate it. I also feel like a t- tremendous amount of guilt. <laughs> no need. It's okay. This is fun. <laughs> I, I feel good about it because I've been winning. So let's keep it coming. Yeah. That's why I picked terrible play. That's why I picked Hunter Henry. Thompson picking Hunter Henry. There's no chance. <laughs> we are proud of you, Kai. Although I don't feel guilty whatsoever. Good job. Well, that was absolutely titillating. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, DK. Thank you, Kai, for stepping outside your Thank comfort you, Kai. zone. Thank you, Lauren. Lauren. Thank you, Sturgill Simpson. Oh, I like Sturgill Simpson. Sturgill. Good name. That's not, that's not a very common name these days, I feel like. No. Is the nickname for Sturgill Sturge? <laughs> Maybe. Or Gil. Sturge. The Sturgeon. Kai, you a big Sturgill Simpson guy? Uh, I only know him to the extent of uh, he was in Killers of the Flower Moon. What? Yeah, he was. He was the song oh, wow. or the guy. The guy. He's his name sounds like he'd be in movies about the olden days. Oh no way! He's in it. Yeah, he is. Wow, good. good I really snipe, don't know guy. who he is though. I don't know what. I couldn't name a single song or what genre. Uh, alternative, maybe. He's country. Sturge. Shout out to Sturge, my guy. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York.